Hi, I'm Leah, and this is a Just Everyday Beauty podcast. My hope is that this podcast feels like a conversation with a good friend over coffee or tea, whichever is your favorite. Come on in. Hello. I hope you're doing well today. I cannot believe it is already 2019. I know, I feel like I say this every year and maybe all the time. Where is the time going? Uh, this year spelt, felt especially mournful. For some reason, um, I think I just realized my girl's 11, five years until she's driving on her own, and I know how quickly that time will pass. Every milestone she hits, I think, oh my word, what's happening? But it's lovely. I love watching her grow up and turn into the person that she is and is growing into. This week we're back at our routine. I get up early. I have time to decompress and get ready for my day. Then my girl gets up a couple of hours later and we start our day and do homeschool. It feels so good to be back in our routine after a full month off. We do year-round schooling. So it's a drop in the bucket for all the days we've already checked off. Um, I love doing year-round school because we get to have those kind of lovely breaks. And if we decide to go maybe a week longer than we meant to, that's fine too. I think winter break will always be our longest break because it just makes more sense for our family. One of the things I love is being able to choose that for ourselves. But I'll get into homeschooling and how we got into homeschooling on another episode. Today I wanted to talk more deeply than I did in the intro about how my health issues have led me to where I am today in my views of personal health care and responsibility. So to tell you the full story, I have to go back to 2011. It was fall. I was at university studying landscape architecture, which I still have a sweet spot, soft spot, sweet soft spot for. <laughs> um, there is more to the story than what I'm about to tell you, but for the sake of not alienating anyone... Um, the short story is I got sick and never got better. I was feeling fatigued. I started having facial pains that my doctor couldn't explain. And I was treated three times for a sinus infection that surprise I didn't have. I was losing massive amounts of sleep because of the severe pain that I was in, uh, most nights and being a single mom and at university, it was altering my life drastically. The pain became a daily occurrence. I finally ended up in the ER, not sure what I was experiencing, but I was desperate enough that I was willing to go to the ER in PJs, my hair half wet and mascara running down my face. It was there I was told that they believed I had trigeminal neuralgia. They sent me home with pain meds that barely touched the pain. I spent the next six weeks in bed. I was in extreme pain with an altered sleep schedule and I barely saw my kid. It was awful. I have vivid memories of at night if I had some sort of relief or moment of break from the pain, I would come, uh, go to where my little girl was sleeping. I think she was three or four at the time. And I'd lay down next to her and pet her sweet face and brush the hair from her sleeping cherub sweetness 
and just lay there and cry next to her because I couldn't see her and she didn't quite understand you know you have to whisper around mommy you can't be too loud it was so hard I finally got to see a neurologist who confirmed that yes it was trigeminal neuralgia more tests revealed nothing they could find no cause I would be simultaneously relieved and dismayed each time they couldn't tell me what this issue stemmed from. During one of many subsequent doctor appointments, mainly to speak about pain management, that a doctor suggested I live like a, quote, dirty hippie. I had done enough of my own research to know that my body was flaring up as if it had an autoimmune disease. She agreed wholeheartedly and gave me the best advice I'd ever received, quote, dirty hippie. She said, go outside, let go of being obsessed with antibiotic hand wash, etc. Like our society is. Make homemade sourdough breads, make homemade booch, have a garden and literally dig in the dirt with bare hands. She explained the body needed those intruders for my body to fixate on so it wouldn't fixate on itself. Then she elaborated on something else. She said, look at the products you use hair products, nail products, perfume, cosmetics, oral care, everything, and research their ingredients. She told me there are ingredients that are widely used that are harmful to your body. Take a look at that, she said. So I did. And you guys, holy shh, which I won't say because, you know, don't have to click the E. I became immediately overwhelmed. I called, I might have texted, but I had a conversation with a dear friend of mine and told her of my overwhelm and what my doc had said. So she went on a search, not only for myself, but for her and her family. And she found a lovely, easy to read book that wasn't overwhelming, but gave me the information that I needed and wanted. It's called No More Dirty Looks. It's lovely. I 100% recommend it. And that was my jumping off point for the next now seven years. I've been on a quest of self-knowledge and mindfulness and awareness of what I'm bringing into my home. I realize now it's my responsibility and my job to be the gatekeeper of my home. The FDA has banned, I believe, 12 ingredients for personal uh, care items the last time I checked their website. To offer a comparison, the European Union has banned over a thousand now I'm in a space where I often make my own cleaners with a few clean ingredients, beautiful essential oils. I use clean cosmetics and skincare, and I've learned how to read labels, and I'm willing to look up ingredients I've not memorized that I need to check. I'm totally willing to be that person Googling an ingredient standing in the aisle of a store. I'm willing to learn and grow because I know the conversation will continue to change. I offer my experiences because I don't want it to have to take a life-altering diagnosis for you to make beautiful changes in your home. I wish I had known what I know now. I wish I had used different products before I got pregnant, during pregnancy, and when my girl was just a tiny thing. I wish I had known I had agency and choices. I want you to know that you do have the freedom to choose, and your life can be just as convenient and your home better for it. So, deep breath. We may take some deeper dives time to time on ingredients to avoid and why, but for now, I just want to give you some resources. No More Dirty Looks, 
the book, incredible. EWD, excuse me, EWG.org forward slash skin deep. You can look up products, ingredients, and even make your own reports as long as you have a complete ingredient list. So for example, if you take something off the shelf and look up the, the product name and they don't have it, a report already for you to look at, you can go on that company's website, copy and paste the ingredient list, and it will format a report for you so that you can see the toxicity or non-toxicity of whatever products you're using in your home. I'll have links to these things in the show notes so they're just a click away. You can also find more information on my website under the Clean Beauty tab. I just want you to know there are options. I'm a cosmetic lover and have played in makeup since I was a little girl. I want you to know there are choices and options are beautiful. You, friend, can learn to live clean if you want to. Hey friend, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. If you love the Just Everyday Beauty podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For more information on basically anything I've talked about, (laughs) you can go to my website. It's www.justeverydaybeauty.com. And I hope you have a beautiful day.